0: Well, good morning, Wednesday morning and a mild start to our Wednesday. Today, the province looking at uh, temperatures around the freezing point as a high this afternoon. So the mild weather continues for a week where most people or lots of people is certainly the kids are off school. A lot of people have decided to take some, if not all of this week off. So weather wise, you couldn't ask for anything better. to Get out and enjoy the outdoors. Lots on the show today. We're talking about the teacher's strike. It continues to play out in front of us through the media. More so than usual, I would say. Each side kind of using the media to further their information and ultimately their cause. Some are saying maybe that some of the tactics border up against bargaining in bad faith. Others say absolutely not. This is strategy and bargaining. We're going to talk with a political studies prof. And break things down a little bit, Saskatchewans smartest radio listener today, a chance to prove that it's you we've got a good question today that's coming up at eleven o'clock with so many big stories in the media lately we've decided to open up the phone lines and talk about whatever you would like to chat about It's open lines happening today, starting at ten o'clock and i've talked a little bit about this. I had a recent visit to the Esteban coal mine over the weekend i'll talk a little bit about that, how it came about and some of the observations I made while I was down there. Time now, though, for the big talker. Let's get out of this, Michelle. Welcome. Let's begin the Evan Bray Show. The big talker. Well, yesterday we found out that Canada's consumer price index slowed to two point nine percent. This after a sharp incline that we saw in December. It was up to three point four. Stats Canada reported the largest contributors to the decline were things like lower gas prices. Grocery prices. By the way, this decline for Canada is the first one since the spring of 2020. So it's been it's been a long time. Closer to home, Saskatchewan's inflation rate is down significantly as well since the December measure. Here to help explain the decrease, the Minister of Sask Energy and Crown Corporation's Dustin Duncan. Minister, thanks so much for joining us this morning.
1: Thanks for having me,
0: Evan. So this reduction in the rate of inflation in Saskatchewan, we're understanding is directly tied to the carbon tax adjustment that the government made in the province. That's got to be some good news for our province and and the effect that it's having for people in, in Saskatchewan.
1: Well, I think it does show that um it proves out what we've been saying all along that the carbon tax is an inflationary pressure uh for families. And so Stats Canada in their report indicated that uh inflation is down from 2.7% in December down to 1.9% here in Saskatchewan, so well below the 2.9% uh Canadian uh, inflationary rate. And specifically Stats Canada themselves pointed out that um the collection of the carbon tax which ended in January of 2024 contributed to uh, that decrease here in Saskatchewan. So uh, even Stats Canada, uh, in their numbers and in their documents, are pointing out that uh, the decision that we made to remove the carbon tax from residential home heating bills uh, is having a direct effect Uh, in reducing inflation here in Saskatchewan, and just imagine if it was removed for other products uh, all across the country, what what the inflation rate would be in Canada today.
0: Minister of Crown Corporations in our province, Dustin Duncan, is my guest. So the last time you and I talked, Minister, you were waiting to hear from ultimately Canada Revenue Agency as to whether or not they would approve the request that Saskatchewan made to register the province as the natural gas distributor, as opposed to Sask Energy, And we just got that news here in the last week that they have approved that. That's got to be good news.
1: Yeah, it's good news. Um, we, it certainly was what we were looking for. We want to be uh, known and designated as the uh, natural gas distributor um, in the eyes of the CRA. So that um, when it comes uh, to not just the collection, because we already made that decision, so we're, we're no longer collecting on residential bills, uh, but when it came to the remittance side, um, certainly the intent of this was to essentially not have that borne by Sask Energy by the, the folks that work there, uh, that this would be a provincial government decision. So, yeah, we did receive word uh, from the CRA that they have accepted uh, the application that uh, was sent on behalf of the provincial government.
0: So short of, of shielding Sask Energy execs potentially from ramifications uh, of the decision not to collect the carbon tax, do you read any other significance into this decision by the Canada Revenue Agency?
1: You know, no, it's, 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 um, it's interesting. Um, you know, we, we sent an application in, just as any natural gas distributor would across the country. Um, there was, um, uh, you know, there certainly wasn't a discussion at the political level. Uh, this was simply CRA, I think going through the process, um, as the regulation state, um, they, they received an application and they, they accepted the application. So, um, you know, we, we, there wasn't a whole lot of back and forth between, between Ottawa and, uh, and Saskatchewan um, other than uh, uh, the forms being sent and, uh, and the letter being sent back.
0: Saskatchewan's Minister of Sask Energy, Dustin Duncan. What, if any, conversations have the provincial government had with the federal government on this topic in these last couple of months particularly?
1: Well, I haven't had any direct um, with the with any of the federal ministers uh, that uh, that I would deal with. Um, you know, certainly this is a CRA decision. Uh, this is the Canadian Revenue Agency decision, uh, as it's their regulations. Um, y- you know we made it pretty clear that uh we were going to essentially give the same treatment to Saskatchewan residents as the prime minister gave to those largely in Atlantic Canada uh in uh, I guess it was in late October uh and so there really didn't seem to be uh much of a discussion needed uh we went through the process of changing the legislation in Saskatchewan that passed unanimously in the house uh, here in the fall session uh and then proceeded with doing the paperwork so um you know we still have a decision to be to be made uh, in terms of whether or not we're going to remit um, uh, in terms of the residential. We've been collecting on the, on the industrial side, on the commercial side, and so the money that's been collected for those will be remitted. Um, it's the residential that uh, we were still uh, thinking about uh, whether or not we were going to remit, Based on what we heard back from the CRA, um, and so we'll make a decision here in the next week.
0: I mean, it's it's tight, a tight timeline now, Minister Duncan. It's uh, a week away. My understanding, the decision and the re, you know the money actually has to be uh, sent and remit by the end of February. What what is going through the decision making process for the government on whether or not you will remit the payment?
1: Yeah, I think it's just really just making sure that we have all the assurances that we need. There is some paperwork that goes along with the remittance. Now that the provincial government is the registered distributor, we still have to go through the work of uh, preparing the paperwork um, for uh, essentially transferring the money that has been collected. So that's the money for industrial and commercial customers that have continued to be collected from. Uh, so we we still have that paperwork to go through. We'll be deciding here, you know, in the next number of days, you're right, it's uh, at the end of the month here in February, uh, that a remittance on all of it would be needed. And so, you know, I think they, people should... Uh, Certainly expect to hear an answer next week on this.
0: So you would be doing some sort of a release or announcement to the province on the decision that you make?
1: Yeah, that's correct.
0: So I think we heard fairly clearly, as as significant and clear as we've heard from our province on not collecting the carbon tax on home heating, we also got a fairly definitive answer from the feds with regard to the rebate checks, how closely they are tied to the collection of the tax is it safe to say that if the province doesn't remit the carbon tax on home heating we likely won't will see the rebate checks affected as well
1: Well, that's that's to be determined by the federal government. Um, In about the last week or so, they locked in the number in terms of what the rebate check amounts will be for each province uh, going forward in 2024. Now, obviously, those are paid out on a quarterly basis, so if there are adjustments made based on the decision that any province, including Saskatchewan, takes, or frankly, including the federal government, because as the Prime Minister has done, he's already made changes to some provinces, and that likely would affect their rebates going forward. But again, it goes back to, I think, not only the fairness in terms of the carbon tax being eliminated for some Canadians, but not all Canadians. Uh, remember, when the Prime Minister made the announcement, it essentially was because uh, people in largely Atlantic Canada that use heating oil would be better off not paying the carbon tax for three years as opposed to receiving a rebate. So, you know, in my mind, it, it, I'm not sure the logic of this, where apparently in one part of the country, it's better off if you don't pay the carbon tax. But they're still going to make the argument that we're better off in Saskatchewan by getting a rebate and paying the carbon tax. I don't know how, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how the federal government, the prime minister, um, squares that circle.
0: Minister of Energy, Dustin, uh, sorry, Minister of Sask Energy, Dustin Duncan is my guest today. So we started off talking about how the reduction of the carbon tax off of home heating has actually had a direct re- a relationship with our rate of inflation in Manitoba, Premier Wab Canoe is talking about their decision to remove the provincial tax off gas has actually driven their inflation rate down to about one percent, which is one of the lowest in Canada. Was was that ever a discussion in cabinet here?
1: Well, we had already made the decision uh, before, um, you know, other provinces made moves uh, on their gas tax um, that we were going to do something on the carbon tax. Um, we believe that that is about $400 for the average homeowner. Um, you know, our numbers say that for the fuel tax reduction, it's about uh, an average of $250 um, per average uh, person in Saskatchewan that owns a vehicle. So this does provide uh, more relief than removing the fuel tax from the average uh, Saskatchewan resident. And the other thing to keep in mind is that the fuel tax, every single dollar collected in the fuel tax goes into our highways. Uh, And unlike Environment Minister Stephen Goubeau at the federal level, we believe in investing in our highways in this province. uh, And we also have a lot of experience in this province when we don't invest in our highways, when communities are told, you know, go, uh patch your own potholes if you don't like what the government's doing and so um you know we think that from an affordability perspective removing the carbon tax actually is better um and provides more relief than the fuel tax
0: so kind of on the note of of the ongoing fight and struggle that seems to be happening between our province and the federal government um I I was actually down in Estevan on the weekend for a tour of the Westmoreland mine, the uh, coal mine down there. Pretty impressive. I'm going to be talking a little more in depth later in the show about that. But it really gave me an appreciation for the work that goes into generating power in our province. And, of course, the carbon capture and all of those important things. Which makes me think about this work on the electric grid to handle an increase that would come with electric vehicles for, say, the, the uh, proposal to go 100% electric by 2035. How is the work going on the electric grid?
1: well there 's a lot of work being done, and first and foremost, uh, you know I would just echo your comments. Uh, the people that work at uh, SAS Power and all the ancillary businesses that provide electricity for this province do an outstanding job i 'm actually going to tour what will be our newest uh, natural gas plant uh, just outside of Mooshaw later today it 'll be commissioning here in the next number of months, and we 're really uh, next couple of months and we're we're really excited to bring that new unit uh, on um, it uh, it's certainly a, a significant amount of work that needs to go into um, not only um, de- you know re- reducing our emissions uh, which we've said is a goal for the province um, increasing the amount of generation because that we know that there is going to be more demand Saskatchewan's a growing province um, you know whether electrification comes to fruition you know to the degree that the experts say, we know that we're going to need additional power, and we have to make sure that it is affordable. And so that that's why we're we're working very hard to look at all the options. Um, you know, whether it's uh, SMRs, whether it's natural gas, the investments that we have made to ensure that we can continue to run our fleet of uh, generating units like Boundary Dam, uh, Boundary Dam Three, with the carbon capture and sequestration. Um, and that's why we've been very strong to say to Ottawa, we need to be able to implement a made-in-Saskatchewan plan, not have one dictated from Ottawa that is unachievable, unaffordable, unattainable. Uh, and So that's why we're working really hard. This is, uh, I think, one of the most important issues for Saskatchewan over the next number of of, uh, decades to come.
0: Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact that you announced retirement. At least retirement from politics is happening. You won't be running uh, in this next election this fall Congrats on that decision. Um, what led into that?
1: Well, thanks, Evan. Um, you know, first, I would just say I'd, I've been tremendously honored to represent the people of the Wayburn Big Mighty constituency for the last 18 years. Um, you know, it's 40% of my life has been in elected politics. Um, and, uh, you know, have just tremendously, uh, valued the opportunity and the time that I've had to serve my constituents and my province. Um, but, uh, you know, I think for, for us as a family, um, Amanda and I have three uh, pretty young kids, uh, nine, six and four. And, uh, this, these jobs can be, uh, you know, they can, they can take a pretty heavy toll on, on an individual, but uh, most especially on a family. Uh, and so just, you know, we looked at a number of things uh, in terms of the amount of time I've been doing this, the amount of uh, sacrifices uh, they've made as a family. And, um, you know, I, I'm enjoying the work. I enjoy, I love the people I work with. Um, but uh, there just comes a time when you know that it's, it's time for for you to do something else and for somebody else to step up. And so I'm have every confidence that, uh, the way people of Wayburn, uh, what will be Wayburn Bend Gogh will be the new constituency name, uh, will be, uh, will be, um, well represented, uh, in the, in the next election. Um, it just, it won't be me. So appreciate the opportunity and, and uh, and thanks for giving me a moment to uh, just uh, thank my constituents.
0: You bet. Well, I appreciate you uh, joining us this morning, and we look forward to hearing the decision that the provincial government will make by the end of next week in terms of whether or not you'll remit the tax. Thanks for the time again today, Minister. Thank you, Evan. Minister of Sask Energy, Dustin Duncan. You're listening to 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Minister of Crown Corporations, Dustin Duncan, was just my guest talking about the effect that not collecting the carbon tax on home heating has had on our rate of inflation, a very positive effect on that in the province. Whether or not they'll actually remit the payment to Ottawa has yet to be determined. They've only got about a week to make that decision. If I take the pulse on the text line, most of you are saying not to remit it for various different reasons. One, you know, some of you are saying, look, if if you firmly believe that the carbon tax shouldn't be collected from people in Saskatchewan, then you should carry that ideology into not remitting it at all. Others are saying, look, we're going to be paying for it either way. If we don't pay the carbon tax, but the province still remits the money, then we're going to be stuck with the bill because of course the taxpayer ultimately is responsible. So it, you know, generally speaking, people are saying, if you make the decision not to collect it from us, you should make the decision not to send it in. We'll be talking More about that, I'm sure, coming up, and the minister has promised that they will let us know the decision they make. Coming up next, I want to chat with a former national sports columnist who wrote an article on the topic we discussed yesterday about the culture in hockey. He's got a bit of a different take on it and really draws a dividing line between the hockey that we enjoy in our province on a fairly regular basis and those elite levels of hockey in Canada. That discussion is coming up next on 650 CKOM and 980 CJME.